Episode 11, huge guest. Huge. Got Kwani. Kwani Thomas from the Queensland Reds. How are you, mate? Yeah, hey, good, Max. So I'm excited to be here. Excited to hop on the podcast. So, nah, should be good. Mate, good to have you on. Mate, um, pre-season, how's it going? When did it start? Pre-season started probably, this is our seventh week now, so. Shit. Yeah, been a while now, but about halfway, so we've still got six weeks left, then boys are looking well. Should be a good season next year, hopefully. Yeah, you got the draws announced today, though, eh? February, start? Yeah, February, first game against the Chiefs at home. Sweet. So, yeah. When, when do the Wallabies join, uh, boys join you? Uh, they won't come back till like mid Jan. All right, mid Jan. Yeah. So they get a bit of a fun, like, yeah. So once they trip. come back from tour, they get like a month off, and then they'll rejoin us. Okay. Right. Nice. Mm. Um, mate, I guess we just go back to where it all started. Where did uh, where did you grow up? Were you? I've grown up in Ipswich. Yeah. Yep. So I'm right. like Springfield. Right. Yeah. So I lived there all my life. Started playing footy at uh, four years old. Started for a club called Springfield Hawks. I uh, played about three years there and then took off to South Rugby Union, South Juniors. Right. Magpies. Stayed there for till I was like 14, then went out to Logan for a couple of years just to play with the boys. Yeah. And then came back to South. And now I'm at UQ, so. UQ. Winning yeah. team at UQ? Nah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Were you halfback all that time? Oh, uh, actually, I grew up playing halfback and then. Um, when I was 14, oh, 13, I actually got moved to outside center. And that's where I learned a lot of, lot of different skills, especially like seeing the game from a different perspective. And then my coach actually put me at 10 uh, in school that year. So yeah, sort of all worked out and then went back to halfback and under 15s and yeah, been here ever since then. So yeah. Yeah, right. Um, was there a player you always looked up to when you were a kid? Like, I'm sure that was someone that, you know, you liked, I don't know. Ah, uh, there was probably not towards, uh, until like, about under 11, when I was 11. Yeah. It wasn't until I actually watched the All Blacks properly and understood who the players were and actually enjoyed watching Aaron Smith because he was just like, had all the skills and that. And yeah, I was lucky enough to get opportunity to play against him and yeah, I was pinching myself and that was just crazy. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Um, you, so like, at the Reds now, you following the Reds, you following the Reds, like, as you're growing up, watching those teams, or like, Will Genya hit when he was playing halfback? Like. Yeah. Nah, like, I actually didn't actually support the Reds, I didn't have any clue about the Reds, I just normally watched my Chiefs, because my mum my supports them, so I sort of watched the Chiefs growing up, and I liked Kerbalo, bit of halfback, and yeah, that was sort of my team until Reds now so right, yeah. yeah is there much like i know like in the lead up to this year and how you won sort of comp was much talk of the 2011 team and how like what they sort of did well this year we sort of said it was a 10 year anniversary so why not win something and that was a big emphasis on just we had to we you know it's been 10 years since the Reds have won a comp so you know it's about time that we bring a championship to queensland and we were lucky enough to do that against the australians comp but then sort of got found out towards the end of the comp against the Kiwis and that was a big learning step for us and something that you know that drives us day in day out is just to beat the Kiwis next year but it's a lot of hard work to get there and still got a long way to go so yeah yeah, yeah. um so you went to Ipswich Grammar School yeah. when did you start there 
I started EPN, um, what was it, like 2015, yeah, 2015, uh, when I was grade 8, got yes. a scholarship, and then started there in grade 8, and then pretty much yeah. stayed there until I graduated in 2019. So, how did they approach you? Like, did they just... Well, actually, one of my good mates, I was at Springfield Anglican College, and I went to school with my mate called Riordan, and he actually got a scholarship to Ipswich Grammar, and... I actually didn't want to stay at school yeah because their footy is just like so low compared to gps so i wanted to go play gps and i actually approached um igs actually for a scholarship and they were lucky enough to give me one so yeah. so there was no other schools that saw you as had potential or well it was either bbc or igs and i don't want to be on the train every day out to Taringa to bbc so yeah I ended up going to switch and yeah, I actually enjoyed that my decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, how many years? So you played in obviously the 2019 first team, much in the 2018 first team, or uh, probably played like six, six or so games in the first for 2018. Yeah, but that was yeah, sort of a year that I was just learning a lot and it was a big step. Like, cause I just come from 15 straight into first, and I was like, bro, it's crazy. Oh, right, yeah. you 17 when you left. Yeah, I was 17 when I. Left. Oh fuck, right. Um, yeah, cause it seemed like IGS. They sort of 2019 was sort of the year that yeah. like yeah they built for. <laughs> it seemed like almost every Jeep school, like 2019 was the year that every team had their best team on the field. Bro, that was that was our year, but nah, we sort of fell short, and sort of I don't know, didn't really show our full potential against Nudgy or BBC and that, I think that was our downfall but uh, it is what it is I guess mm. it's like we're talking before yeah you came like just some of like obviously the, the hardest combina combination I guess you and then obviously Sam Walker yeah now what was that like uh, <laughs> Sammy bro that guy just he's like backyard footy just plays space and uh, he was awesome to have just given the ball and you know, he'll create something from nothing. Yeah. So it was awesome to have him there. You know, he was someone that you could rely on in attack, not so much defense. So <laughs> nah, it was awesome though. Especially the whole back line in the forward pack was just, you know, it was a good team, but yeah, it well, sort of didn't gel well. Or I don't know what it was, but it fell short. Yeah. Well, we're just saying there's about, um, about five years are signed to, to top grade teams at the moment. They were from that 2019 team, which is pretty like from schoolboys, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's awesome to see that you know programs work, and although some of them have gone to league programs, you know the team that they put out in twenty nineteen for first was, you know, surreal. Like so much talent, like this Shamo, bloody Walker, and all them just like killing it. So it's good to see that, and yeah. Nah, Do you still talk to them? Oh, yeah. Nah, talk to them all. Go out sometimes with Sammy and them, but yeah. So yeah, obviously with that team, do you feel like with all the players you had, do you feel like you overachieved or maybe underachieved a little bit? Right, we definitely underachieved. Like for the team that we had, we had like stacked backline and a forward pack with like big bodies like Romeo and all of them. Yeah. So like, I don't know, it was sort of, sort of like a year where we could have actually won the comp, but I don't know, it sort of didn't go our way in the end, but that's footy, I guess. Where do you, where do you feel it up finishing that year? I think it was fourth. I think it was fourth. I think we were Nudgy, TSS, or TSS, Nudgy, BBC, and then us. I think yeah. they tied with third. Yeah, we tied with third. Yeah. Because you boys, you ended up tying, didn't you? Last game of the season, TSS. Wasn't that 38 all? 
or yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we were, that whole week we were like, bro, we got nothing to lose. Might as well go down there and have a crack and spoil the party. Yeah, spoil the party because if we had beat them, BBC would have won the championship. So that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. But yeah, I wish Murphy got the kick. <laughs> <laughs> got one of the kicks the other day. All he had to do was get the one kick. <laughs> <laughs> Um, then in 2019, you were picked in the Australian Schoolboys, weren't you? Yeah, I was lucky enough to get selected through that, and that was actually an awesome tour to be a part of. How'd you find that out? How'd you, what did you just see on Facebook? Or did someone give you a ring, or how'd you find oh, that out? Making the Aussie team? Yeah. Nah, because we had trials at Nudgee, um, so we had Queensland camp. Oh, like, so it was just trials for the Australian team, it wasn't just picked on your performances? Nah, so they're like, watch your whole... Oh, like your whole year of footy, so yeah. they're watching schoolboy footy, club footy, and you know, it's sort of picked from the yeah, those sort of teams. But then you have your academy teams, and you're like, we versus the Rebels Academy and the New South Wales Academy, yeah. And that second game against the academy, all the teams were there, so you had the Brumbies, Cam, ah, uh, yeah, Brumbies, Rebels, Perth, and all of them, they're all at Nudgee versing each other, so. Um, after the games were played, they all we all went into the mess or the hall, yeah. and then they named the team from there and went into camp from there for two weeks, and it was yeah. awesome. And you, you you won the comp though. The Australian team won the comp eh? Yeah, so it was the first time in like I don't know, four, 13 odd years or something. Really? Some, yes, yeah, some, something crazy like that. Fuck yeah! It, it's been a while though. So. Good sign. Yeah, nah. Good sign also the future. Yeah. Um, what's your favourite memory of that trip, mate? Anything, anything stand out? It was just you thought it was pretty awesome. Favorite mem favorite memory definitely was I've hit the family over in Ended, and they all came all the way from up north down to Hamilton. So it was sort of special to play in front of them, you know, for Australia. So yeah, that was probably my favorite memory. Yeah, guess um, yeah, the Reds now ever is ever sort of like a desire to maybe go over to New Zealand and play over there, like some sort of. Yeah, nah, I, well, growing up, I always watched the All Blacks, I always, you know, I was those kids that did the hucker in front of the TV and stuff, and I always wanted to go become an All Black, but now that, you know, I'm over here, I'm just enjoying footy, and no matter who I play for, you know, I just give them 100%, no matter what, so, yeah, it doesn't bother me who I play for at the end of the day. Right. Um, how long were you with Reds? Like, were you with Reds from school? Or did you uh, just sort of get to, like, Australian school boys and Reds were like, oh, I'll come to a few camps and train with us, or...? Oh, I actually... I came through the pathway in school, so, like, you have, like, your, like, Reds... Academy. Academy. Yeah, Academy and yeah. all that, but... I didn't actually get signed until... It was after the schoolboy foot. So, after that Aussie camp, I had a... Uh, meeting with the Reds and all them and that was when I sort of signed my deal then and yeah never looked back from there so it was awesome. Was there any other teams that were sort of interested or was it just mainly Reds because you went through the pathways with them? Nah it was, it was mainly Reds you know oh there wasn't actually any other teams wanting me so for Reds to give me that crack it was sort of yeah it was my way to keep going in footy so it was awesome. Yeah much um when you grow up with Ever dabble in much league? Because like our league, they'll poach you yeah. plays over. Ever much nah. league growing up? I've played. I gave league crack once, and in like this Cupid tournament, and I didn't really like the culture there. They were sort of like big heads that just thought they were 
you know, top, top gun and <laughs> they just love themselves too much. But that's why I didn't really like league. And I sort of grew up playing union and dad played union. So it was sort of just, yeah, just what you do, I guess, following your footsteps. But yeah, I think that was a big chance, a uh, big reason why I didn't go to league was because of that reason. Right, the cats or the culture. Yeah, just the league. culture. Yeah. Just, and then when I went back to the union, it was just way more chilled. Like, everyone didn't have a big head. So, I don't know. That's why I liked about it. Does there, is there still like much of, like, I don't know, like, a link between the Reds and the Broncos? Like, is there much... Do you have much to do with the Broncos at all, or...? Well, uh, a couple of seasons ago, they actually trained with the Broncos. The Reds had a training day with the Broncos, and, yeah, right. that didn't that go to, Yeah, that, that wouldn't be on well at all. Yeah. like fights everywhere and stuff really oh really oh not fights but like niggles and yeah yeah (laughs) and like chat being thrown and that would have been good to watch though just from the sideline yeah 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 that's all the boys said so so now there's not like much there's not a real sort of nothing that like you guys won't do share train days now i guess after after (laughs) i don't know know if that's the reason but but it'd be good to actually go have a session with them because you know, just learn from their point of view and how they see things and contact-wise and stuff. But I don't know if it happens, it happens. But if it doesn't, then uh, it is what it is, I guess. Well, you're training with Tate McDermott at the moment, like you would be. Well, not now, but in the season. What's that like? He's an Australian halfback. Like, do you, did you learn much from him, or do you play differently? Like, are you, are you more attackive and he's a bit more? Nah, he probably that guy runs the show. But no, nah, I sort of actually learn a lot more with. Moses Sarabi this year, he sort of, because right. Tate was always with the like starting team and yep. me and Moe were always in the like reserves. Yeah. So he just sort of gave me the book, bro, this is what you got to do, you got to go see the forwards if you finish early, go hop in the lineups with them, go catch the ball, do this, do that. And yep. he was the one that sort of took me under his wing and especially with the playbook, like our playbooks, like, because I came straight out of school, there was not much, so. Yeah. Getting thrown into that was sort of crazy because you have to know this, this and that. And he just sort of sat me down and said, bro, this is what you got to do. This is going to go here. The nine's going to go here. And it was, he yeah. sort of helped me this whole year and sort of, yeah, didn't give him any credit. But, yeah. He seems like a bit of a beast. Like, even just watching him play Wests, which is prem grade, he's like another level compared to these yeah. other fellas. Yeah, nah, that guy's a little pocket rocket, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Once yeah. he gets heated, bro, he's... Oh, yeah, he was putting shots on. Yeah. Like, it's... He's like half the size of these bloke, but he's, he's laying them out. Yeah, he's got a lot of mongering in him, and yeah. he's the most humble guy you'll probably meet. You know, he's real down to earth, so it was awesome to help me out this year, and he taught me a lot being my first year, so it was awesome to have him and take there. So, yeah. yeah. So, obviously, like, the Reds, they went on, like, that big run this year on the way to yeah. uh, the grand final, and you lose that game against the Brumbies before. Was it against the Brumbies? Uh, the Force. The Force, that's right. Yeah, it was the Force. How was that? So just just before Grant, like the final series, and you've lost to the but Force. But they didn't. Did you play? You didn't play your whole team, did you? I thought they rested a few boys. No, because not sure. No, we played our full team, but I don't know. Whatever team you put in, you know they're there to do the job. Yeah, and, yeah. But. I think that was the best thing that could have happened for us because, you know, it brought us back, our feet back on the ground and we realised we weren't as good as we thought we were and for us to, that loss actually helped us in the end because we came back a lot more focused and hungrier to get actually get the job done and 
think that was a blessing in disguise for us. So yeah, yeah. you could almost like how Penrith have added was like twenty two games in twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, get to the final, yeah. lost, and then, and then yeah. 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 But that always happens with the big running streaks. You always hear that they keep winning, and then they get to the end, and they sort of just yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. let it go. So that loss was like grounding for the team, sort of just yeah. Well, it was a game that we could have won, but we didn't really close it out as well as we should have, and but. I think it was just the best thing that could have happened for uh, for us because, like I said, it brought us back to the ground and made us more focused on what we wanted and where to go. So I think that was a big big step for us. Um, you kept, so you're in the grand final and um, you're down 16-12 and then you come on just as you go down 16-12. What are you, are you thinking about you're down and you got to make points or like what's going through your head? Did the coach say anything to you or? Nah. Uh, I was sitting on the bench, I was like, oh, it's 10 minutes to go. Then lining up the kick, and I was like, oh, still time, I might get on. And then my manager, our manager, tells me, Kalani, go see the assistant ref, and you're on, bro. I was like, hey. Sort of, <laughs> I was like, sort of buzzing. I was like, bro, this grand final in front of like 46,000 people. It was huge crowd. In front the crowd of the attack crowd, I was like, bro, this is what you want to live for, bro. And then I went on, and I was just like, yo. Let's go get it, eh? And it was sort of crazy, especially we got down there and then... You lost the ball. Yeah, we yeah. lost the ball and I was like, oh, no. Lost the ball. Was it a minute ago you lost the ball? Nah, there was about two minutes Two minutes left. Oh, there was some, some, not much time. And yeah. There was two minutes and we overthrew it. Then they picked it up and I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> but then they kicked it out and then they got the ball back. Cause yeah, because uh, I touched it. I went to go charge it down and... I thought I was actually going to get it, but, and yeah, I just nipped it and... Did you ever lose, did you ever think, fuck, you know, we're, we're done here? Did you ever, nah. like, never cross your mind? Just nah. keep going? Nah, my dad always says, bro, it only takes 10 seconds to run a field, so... Yeah, yeah that's pretty good. Might as well just keep going, and Thorny's always like that, just never give up. So yeah. It was actually pretty, pretty crazy that last, what, like, five minutes, because... Yeah. They got two cards at they the end. I remember I watched, rewatched it yesterday. They got two cards at the end of the game. And oh, then... Man. We were in the fucking stands five minutes to go watching it. And we were fucking... We were going... No one was sitting down. Yeah, the, whole, the, whole, the whole stands were up screaming. It was just made us a roller coaster. Bro, yeah. it was crazy because you think... Like, after the game, you can hear the crowd belt. When yeah. you're in the zone and you're on the field, bro, it was... You can't hear nothing. All right. Did fuck. you... Um, going back to the start of the season, I remember because we went to we went to, we had like passes to go yeah. to the home games, and we were at the first one, and there was like the stands weren't that full. Did you feel? Did you notice the stands just at, at the end of the season when you're on that winning yeah. streak, just get bigger and bigger and bigger? Yeah, well, the first game I think we had against the Tars, there was like fifteen thousand or whatnot, yeah. and then sort of as we got closer and started getting on the winning streak and whatnot, the fans started coming in, and to get forty six thousand at that grand final was crazy. I remember. Because that was my first time, like, I've never been to a grand final and I remember looking up to the third rafters and yeah. it was packed out, I was like, yo, this is gangster. Yeah. I don't say like, it's a bit like cliche, but like, the 16th man sort of thing, but did they, could you feel like, there was like, a difference? Like, say if that game was in Canberra, do you reckon you would Oh, bro, definitely. Win? Our crowd are the ones that got us over and then, bro, just to hear their roar, like when you score the try or when you, you know, when O'Connor kicked that kick at the end, just hear their roar go off. It was just like, bro, yo, this is what this is what you want. Yeah, it's just, bro, I was feeling like I just love that feeling. Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy feeling. Though. Like you, you threw the last pass to O'Connor, 
I remember, remember seeing that. Did you know he was going to score? That's what the space was. Well, nah. didn't someone go over? Like it was rumored, like Taniel probably went over the first time, and then the ball went out to O'Connor. Did Taniel get? Did he get over? Yeah, well, Nala got over first. Oh, well, I thought he got over first time, and that's why I was pointing in the air. And then the second time when we got the quick tap, he went over, and I thought he lost it. And that's why it spat out at the back, and it came into my hands. And I gave it to O'Connor. And, bro, he had, like, two people on the outside. I thought he was going to pass it. But, no, he, no, he won the glory. <laughs> was it good playing with him, though? Like, obviously, he's an experienced player, cool head. Did he, he had a few words here at the end. Did he say anything, or was he just more, like... Did he say anything to you, like, during the season that helped you out, or...? Ah, uh, nah, he's sort of, like, like, in his own, I don't know, own world, but he's sort of, on the field, he helps you, like, he helped me, like, bro, we, when we do this, give it to me here, and da 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 but, I don't know, not really, not much. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess, so, like, uh, so you got, like, the next five years, sort of, not, well, not just next five years, but this next five years in footy, how do you sort of see it planning out? How do you plan? How do you see it going out? Oh, five years. Um, well, how about we start with this year? How about we say this year? How do you have any start particular goals for this year? Bro, I just want to... Well, next year's a different competition, so... Bro, I just want to win. And, you know, all the boys have been training, like, they're just hung. Like, you can just see the hunger in the boys around the training paddock in the gym. They're just hungry to... You know, go go that extra step further and beat the Kiwis and beat the Pacifica, Fiji Drua, just beat everyone. And I think it'd be awesome to see that, but not getting too far ahead of ourselves. We've got a lot of work to do, especially in our game. And it's good that we have such a big preseason because we can get all the things that we missed out this year sorted. So it's awesome. But I don't know, next five years, I don't know. You want to, I don't know, you want to be at the next World Cup, I guess, like, I suppose that's everyone's goal. Yeah. In yeah. 2023, like, that's, like, two years away, but, bro, you got so much time to get yourself ready. Two years is a long time, like, you got heaps of... Yeah, like, two yeah. years ago, I was in school, like, yeah, yeah. quick, bro. Like, you just have so much time, and I've grown in two years, so that's my goal, is get to that 2023 World Cup, but that also comes with a lot of hard work, a lot of discipline, and... It'll be awesome to see, but I don't know. Just um, with this site, like the new comp structure and the old comp structure where it was the five South African, five Australian, five New Zealand. Mm. Did, you ever, you, did you ever play the South African tents? Nah, so I c actually came in in uh, the Super AU comp, so because COVID yeah. stopped everything up. So we actually, I actually didn't get a chance to travel over to uh, South Africa or like, Argentina, play the Pumas and whatnot. Yeah. But they always said that when you go over to South Africa, it's the best tour you ever have. Like, right. like they're seeing lions, giraffes, elephants, bro. It's been crazy. Yeah. But I don't know. That's something I wish I got the chance to do. But you never know. You know, time might change. So soon see. What was the after parties like? The Reds. <laughs> I want to know about that. <laughs> How'd that go? I saw a few things on all the boys' story, but where, where'd you go? What'd you do? Was it planned? Like, did, do you have set things planned to do? Like, does someone, like, not you guys, obviously, but, like, does the managers and stuff put, put stuff together, hoping, like, in the fact and thinking you're going to win? And no. then... Well, we actually, um, after that, like, we get our schedule for, like, the next four weeks. So, like, yeah. And after that grand final week, it said, um, 
like the game was on the Saturday, we had Sunday, Monday off, Sunday, Monday off, so... Yeah. Uh, so, so not a lot of time, not like a normal season where you win and you got. Well, then they went to the New Zealand comp. Yeah, yeah. straight yeah. after the yeah. yeah, so we actually, so we finished at the um, the grand final. All the boys went to the um, Caxton, I think it was, and then yeah, the, yeah, we just and then <laughs> <laughs> bro, and then the next day um we we had a um like a silly Sunday. Yeah. yeah. So that started at nine a.m. Well, we had to be there at 9 or 10 a.m. or whatever it was, and from there we went from 9 to like 12 at Ballymore, and then we went, um, what was it, Stockies or something? Yeah, yeah. And you had like free, free drinks there for like four hours or something, so. Yes. And when did you board the plane? Monday. Nah, bro, that was, fun. <laughs> Monday was crazy. We had Monday off, and then Tuesday we had a session. Like was it a, just pure fitness? Nah, it wasn't because they knew, um, like we had just been on the piss and whatnot. Yeah. So we had a team run on Tuesday, Tuesday and gym, and then the Wednesday morning we were up on an airplane to freaking Auckland. Got to Auckland at like two a.m. Got to the hotel at like three. Woke up at like seven. Hopped on the bus to the airport at eight, and then flew down to Dunedin. <sighs> I got to Dunedin at like 11, 12 o'clock or whatnot. Then we had to drive like an hour to the, to the field to have our captain's run. Yeah. Had the captain's run. Then we went to the hotel. By the time you get back to the hotel, it's like 4 or 5 o'clock. And bro, all the boys are just knackered. So, so in between like that game, you had one training session. So final, then game. Yeah, so we had a one, one like training session to get it all right. Jeez. Right. And that was, that was tough, but... It was good, but thinking back now, like, I think we should have just saved that mad Monday till after the comp, but... Right. Yeah. I don't know, that's how I see it, but I don't know about... But in the world. moment, you sort of want to celebrate in, what you've yeah. done. Well, in the, yeah, in the moment, you're like, bro, we're on the top of the world, and yeah. Then, yeah, very quickly, you get found out that, yeah, the Kiwis are a lot better than you think. Yeah. Who, um, who was the loosest? <laughs> who, who went the hardest? I, I, heard, I heard a rumour that O'Connor was a bit, was a bit wasted more than everyone else was. Yeah, well, that guy doesn't drink, but, oh, like, he doesn't drink much, so for him to actually have a crack on after that was pretty crazy, and, but I'd say the loosest, <laughs> loosest, what do you mean in terms of, like, no loudest, sleep. yeah, loudest, oh, like, no just, sleep. just keep, just, just, keep, just shows a bit of cheek, party animal, on and off the field, like, something that can just keep drinking yeah, and yeah. going, bro, that'd have to be my boy, Fee. Fatuaika. Oh, right. He's a big boy, so yeah, I'm sure he's he would. Quiet, but yeah. the loudest and rowdiest probably have to be like Wilson or Harry Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah one of them. Or Fraser. One of, one of them two. Them two are crazy. <laughs> but, yo, that, that was such a good time. Yeah, it would have been, been good. Um, bring it home. Because I remember um, they were like, the coach's plea and he was just like, get all of the families and friends. The tickets were like 20 bucks to the grand oh, final. Like, that was yeah. like, that Actually, was, yeah. yeah. Oh, we got out for that, like 25, so. yeah. Bro, because I remember seeing that, that, because I walked out, like we get there probably like an hour and a half before kickoff. Yeah, yeah. And you walk out and they're playing the NZ Trent Tasman final and the thing, and there was probably like 20 people. I was like, bro, I thought they said it was going to be packed. Then I go back in the sheds, half an hour later, come out for warm up, and you just start seeing yeah. them coming. And then we go back in after warm up, 
and we come back out for like the national anthem and stuff and bro i was like yo this crowd is gangster was the game game delayed because we were like outside the stadium like stuck for like the games just weren't we weren't moving nah i don't think it was delayed because everything went like we get a day plan like 753 leave change room yeah. and whatnot let's go and whatnot and Nah, everything ran smooth, but I don't know. Might yeah, because we were outside. Remember we, this? We, we got there like half an hour, half an hour early. Then we like we thought the game was almost going to be started because because it was like eight o'clock and it was yeah. about to start at eight. I don't know what. Yeah, time. it was like thousands. And then and then like we're literally we were stuck at the train station trying to be like fuck. We're not going to get in here because that, that, that that's that's a full of sun calls been all year. Like no one went to watch the Broncos game. <laughs> and then at the end, they were just losing. So everyone just got on the bit. Like everyone's just like, "Fuck, Reds are winning." Let's just like everyone's going back to watch Reds again, which is yeah. like the first time since probably twenty eleven, pretty twenty eleven, really. And then so everyone's just coming back watching the Reds, and just through the season, you just see it get bigger and bigger. And then the finals, it was just fuck. It was packed. I remember it was that, awesome. That final, we because we did a lap and like, yeah, heaps of people stayed stayed around to like it was a clap. And I remember just thinking, "Yo, this is." I remember seeing a 10 year old kid His dad encouraged him Threw him over the fence He was telling him to run over To all the Reds players There's a 10 year old kid All these security guards Trying to chase him And pick him up Actually Yeah yeah <laughs> and, and all the seckies Are trying to like Kick the 10 year old kid out And the crowd's just Spraying all these seckies From the yeah, It was funny as And then um, I don't know Someone gave him a boot um, one, of the, one of your front rowers Gave him his boots Or something like Nella. that I think it might have been yeah, yeah, It might have been Because yeah I was right in front of him Yeah everyone's spraying All the seckies For trying to kick this 10 year old kid out and then, yeah, one of the Reds players walked up and gave him, the, gave him his boots. Yeah, I know. And then, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess, uh, I guess sort of wrap it up, mate. Um, so do, do, you see, do you see yourself being like a Reds player for life? Is, is the culture at the Reds good enough for you to go, fuck, I want to be here for a long time? Like, this year, my first year, was I was like, because so, like, I'm a shy person, I was like sort of in my shell the whole year and just like listening to what they say like pass me the board do this do that and yeah. i sort of was in my show the whole year but now that we you know i've been in the army camp with them uh, you know i've been to the darkest of the darkest with them yeah and done the bloody ah uh, uh, the bloody police thing with the dogs and stuff yeah, yeah. i saw that what you what you have to put like the, let the dogs chase or something what was that yeah so like they were like bro anyone want to volunteer and there was three of them that put their hand up and then everyone goes Lon, Lon. <laughs> I was like, nah, nah. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, might as well. But nah, it was awesome. Yeah. Especially, bro, that, those dogs are crazy, bro. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I guess, yeah, so the culture out of the Reds, you, that's sort of what is makes you like want to get up in the morning, get the training sort of. Yeah, well, it's, it's good that I have good competition with like Spencer every day to push me because. That guy's hungry for position as well, so you yeah. sort of can't can't let your foot off the pedal, otherwise, you know, you get overtaken. So yeah, it's a good battle every day with Spence, and you know he's keeping me on my toes every day, and I'm, I hope I'm doing the same to him. So yeah. it's just about waking up every day and competing with him because you know he's a fierce competitor. Yeah, it's pretty tough going against him. I think it's like yeah, it's a bit like that, like in the prem grade sort of comp now. There's fucking a lot of competition out there, a lot of fucking good players yeah. who, like, who don't even have like contracts yeah. yeah right there's heaps of crazy talent and qpr that you know are just this close to the bloody cracking it and you know all they got to do is just persevere and right they'll get there and yeah. they just stay at it and like the so like the cream is gonna like rise to the top in a way because like there's only five teams yeah like in, the, in australia yeah, yeah, yeah so like the best of the best is going to get selected yeah it's sort of hard because i don't know i feel like 
the pathway is like if you're not in the pathway it's hard to get recognized yeah oh, yep. in the reds but I don't know, there's sort of a couple of boys in the UQ team that got picked up, like my boy Lucas, Vesti, Swallows, uh, Lucas Ripley. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lonna. They all got picked up to go down. Like Lucas signed a two year deal with the Rebels and three of the other UQ boys are down in the Tars having a crack. So yeah. it's awesome to see that you actually can get picked up just playing good footy in QPR. Yeah. So if you just keep your yeah, if you just keep working. I suppose it comes, but absolutely. Um, I would say just one last question, mate. Um, when you're saying your like your five year plan is probably to end up in the World Cup, is that no? Hopefully, uh, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully yeah, hopefully. But uh, that's a that's in a green gold jersey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. well, nah. you... I don't know. Yeah, that'd be. Well, obviously, growing up, like supporting the Kiwis and stuff, you would um, be tough. You would, yeah. yeah, you'd be tough, but you would probably like you'd want to probably go to them. But can you, do you, if Wallaby say, mate, we want you to come into the squad? Oh, yeah, nah. I think, like, at the end of the day, it doesn't bother me who I play for. Like, it'd be awesome to play for All Blacks, but, yeah. bro, I've grown up in Aussie my whole life, so. Pretty much, I'm not just gonna say I'm Aussie, but, I you know, I'd. You're just gonna wait. Just wait it out. <laughs> but, nah, I think if I ever got the chance to play for Aussie, or for anyone, Yeah, I, you'll I, take I, it. Yeah, yeah I'd take it, and, you know, I think. My goal when I was younger was just to play the highest level of footy. I didn't care. No matter what. Yeah, no matter what. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's still my same goal. Like, if it's the Wallabies or if it's even just the Reds, then right, so be it. As long as you're playing good footy, yeah. Yeah, as long as, I, as long as I'm playing good footy and just enjoying myself, I think that's, at the end of the day, is the main goal is as long as you're enjoying yourself. So, yeah. yeah. Cheers, mate. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Thanks for coming on. Cheers, Appreciate mate. It. Cheers for having me, boys. All good. Yeah.